Welcome to Heroes Behind Headlines. I'm your host, Ralph Pizzullo. The hero of today's rapid-fire segment is Raymond Salvi, who was a true patriot and lived his life in service to others. In April 1944, at the age of 18, Ray Salvi enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps and served in H&S Company 3rd Battalion, 21st Marine Regiment, 3rd Marine Division, during the difficult and bloody Pacific campaign of World War II. During February through March 1945, Ray participated in the invasion of Iwo Jima and a five-week battle to drive the Japanese off the island, which saw some of the fiercest and bloodiest fighting of the Pacific War. It pitted U.S. Marines against heavily dug-in and fortified Japanese troops. Ray remembers that the beaches around the island were so clogged with bodies and shattered landing craft that it took him and other members of the 3rd Division two days to find a place to land. Once landed, the Marines had no idea what they were about to face. The beaches were composed of soft volcanic ash. The island itself was 2.5 miles wide and 5 miles long and 780 miles from the Japanese mainland. It was of critical strategic importance because of its two airstrips that launched a constant stream of fighters to shoot down slow-moving American B-59s on 14-hour bombing runs to mainland Japan. Most of the Japanese defenders of the island were hidden in the volcanic rock that made up the island and formed a maze of spider holes and caves. Ray set up his 81mm mortar and fired non-stop sometimes from a single position for four whole days. He learned that the most effective way to flush the Japanese out of their hiding places was with flamethrowers and grenades. The island had no trees, no dense foliage, and no cover, so U.S. troops were completely exposed. They usually couldn't even see the enemy until they popped out of a cave or spider hole and fired at them at close range. The GI's only drinking water came from devices called evaporators, housed on U.S. ships offshore. Each U.S. soldier received two canteens worth of water a day. There was none left for washing, brushing your teeth, or cleaning your clothes. The Japanese held the advantage. Not only were they fortified and hidden, they also held the higher ground. Ray remembers the first days of the battles as slaughterous as the Japanese fired down on the Americans from a 550-foot promontory on the southwest side of the island called Surabachi, which means grinding bowl in Japanese. Crossing any open ground, Ray said, was like exposing yourself to eternity. The Japanese mortars came in so thick that U.S. soldiers could see them coming in waves. It was like looking in the face of death. Ray said. The battle lasted five weeks and the U.S. suffered 27,000 casualties. Approximately 18,000 Japanese were killed or went missing. Seeing the many makeshift graves after the battle, Ray said he learned the meaning of sacrifice and the value of freedom. He went on to fight in North China and was honorably discharged in May 1946 whereupon he met his wife of 70 years.
Ray dedicated his life to service, and after the war, he became a New York State Trooper. In 2018, he was presented with the Colonel George F. Chandler Award, recognizing a lifetime of leadership and contributions to his community. Ray was a caring husband, father, grandfather, great-grandfather, and mentor to many people, especially those less fortunate and in need. He was a great American. Raymond Salvi died peacefully in his sleep earlier this month at the age of 97. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ralph Pizzullo. Our producers are myself, Frank Hobbs, and Apex Media. If you haven't already, please download, rate, review, and subscribe. And check out some of our past episodes, such as Destroying an Al-Qaeda Sleeper Cell. And don't forget to tune in to the next episode of Heroes Behind Headlines. <laughs> <laughs>